Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Praise, praise the Lord. Uh, we bless him for allowing us to uh, be together this morning. We are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. Um, you know, um, we uh, want to talk to you about or uh, make sure that you know about uh, this year's baptism. If you have never been, it definitely is an experience. Amen. Uh, for more information on a True Life Ministries and the uh, 20th Annual Water Baptism down on St. Simon's Island, Georgia, please visit our website at truelifeministriesinc.org. And you can definitely get more information. Um, you can share it with your pastor. The whole church can come, including your pastor. He can get in that water and uh, participate along with the other ministers, pastors, uh, leaders who will be baptizing in the Atlantic Ocean on St. Simon's Island. Uh, we do have a Facebook page as well. You can go to Facebook and look for True Life Ministries, Inc. Uh, we also have... Um, the page that says, um, uh, well, it, it can direct you to um, the page that is designed for uh, our annual water baptism. Uh, so you definitely can get to the uh, right place. Have you been baptized? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a page that has been created uh, specifically for the baptism. Um, but uh, let me see. I'm looking to see to make sure. Um, I have actually, the name is, Will You Be a Witness? Baptism 2017. Amen. So that is Facebook. Will You Be a Witness? Baptism 2017. As well as our uh, website, our official website at truelifeministriesinc.org to get information on this year's baptism as well as any other information on events that we are having, uh, how God is moving, um, everything that God is doing, you can definitely find out by visiting our website. Uh, we thank God that he is good and he is adding to this move daily, uh, blessing us. And, and, and the main blessing is getting others involved with us and they're bringing their people because um, – it's something when it's an open testimony. See, that's the thing for it to be an open testimony because when they baptized during the days of Christ, it was open. They baptized in the river. Uh, they, they baptized openly because it was a, a, a sign to all, a testament to all that I have accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. And when they went down, the old man was washed away and they came up to the new creature. That is the symbolism of what it is, but it's in the state of the mind and the state of the heart when you go down in that water, when you come up, you've got to believe. You've got to believe and know in your heart that you are a new creature. The old man has passed away, and all things have become new for you. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Arrington. Good morning. Good morning, Elder Angelia, and to all that have allowed God to direct him to this place. He so told you to go over there and call this um this number and, and hear a word from me today. And for each of you that responded, praise ye the Lord. Amen. First of all, I would like to say 
that God is an awesome God, and I am just so grateful to be a part of this program. I am so grateful that I have been given a heart to want to respond to his instructions and directions and an ear to be able to hear. So with that, I will go into our message. So again, good morning. Welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring you, our listeners, words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. Amen. The intent and mission of our sessions is to give further understanding about how our God operates. We learn just how he speaks to his people as he relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that he, as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is God, and we are operating in the timing that he created for this earth, for us, his creation. God is infinite. He doesn't need time to do his will. We do. We require the element of time in order for our lives and purpose to be processed. It is your now. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, the plan, and the plans that he has for you. He gives to each of us challenges, opportunities, and situations to deal with so that we will learn to trust him in and through all things. What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Understand that the Holy Spirit that dwells within us is available to us 24 hours a day and seven days a week to help directly and guide us into all understanding. Never forget, once again, that life is a process towards our living. Once again, life, it is a process and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen? He says in his word in Hebrews 3, 14 through 16, For we believers have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us. If only we hold firm our newborn confidence, which originally led us to him until the end. While it is said today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. As when they provoked me in the rebellion in the desert of Meribah. He is letting you know in these scriptures in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, never forget to put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. That is the whole armor of God, which is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also, consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart of God. Renew a right spirit within me. That can be found in Psalms 51, 10 through 13. And trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Proverbs 3 and 5, as you study to show yourself approved, 
speak and meditate on these in any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us. He is with us and that we must be about our Father's business. With that said, let's begin. Our title, which has been a continuous title, God is that God wants your focus back on him. He doesn't want my focus on your things. He wants your focus to be on him so that he can direct, lead, and guide you into all truth. The topic today is a place called there. Where is your dwelling place? This is part two. The scripture is 1 Kings 17, 2 through 4. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, Go here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook of Cherith, which is east of the Jordan River. You shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to sustain you there with food. Our focus today, we are still under again, once again, God wants your focus back on him. A place called there, part two. Question is, are you listening to the voice of God so that when he speaks to you, you can hear and identify his voice? Last week, we asked the question of when are you going to show up? That message was referring to when we, the believers, receive opportunities to listen, to hear, and to identify when God speaks to us. He not only wants to bring his people back into order, he wants to place us in a position for a prepared and effective ministry that he has called us to. We need his help. We need his divine direction and guidance in order to possess the courage to become and the courage to show up and be present. God desires us to find him and to locate him as he is has already located you so that he can put us in position so that when we stand before his people, appear before his people, he can allow us to be able to prepare the soil so that when he comes, they are ready to receive him. Do you know that the courage to be still and listen for the voice of God, that only you can answer that question? So the question still is again, are you ready to show up and to be present? What is in your hands, in your spirit that you can use or that you need to get rid of? We are now about to witness with our own hearts, minds and eyes, days that we have never seen before, opportunities and challenges that we have never had or experienced. Know only that you must have the faith to unlock the door to the real you. Isn't it amazing how regardless of the events and experiences that have transpired during the seasons of our lives, that life continues to go on with and without your permission or participation. You must be willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get lined up with the word of God for your life. You must choose to be willing, a willing participant. Luke seventeen twenty through 21 says, Now having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he replied, the kingdom of God is not going is not coming with signs to be observed or with visible display nor will people say look here it is or there it is for the kingdom of God is among you because of my presence and in some interpretations of the bible it says the kingdom of God is in you the message today is focusing on a place called there where is your dwelling place part 2 the question that you should be asking yourself are these. Today when I hear his voice, will I answer him with a confirmed yes and amen, or 
will I harden my heart and pretend that he wasn't really talking to me? Again, or will I harden my heart and pretend that he wasn't really talking to me? doesn't matter what he's saying to someone else. It's about what he's saying to you. Whether you like it or not, God has a plan, and wherever there is, and wherever there is for you, it is a place, God's purpose and plan for your life. There is a brook for all of us, just as there was for Elijah. If you'll find the place where God wants you to go, and if you'll go to that place, you'll find out everything you needed will start happening for you right there at that spot. He will provide. As his creation, you have got to show up as the real authentic you. God wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else can do or be you. Only you have that assignment. Learn to be you. Listen to and for his voice. Amen. As I was preparing for this message, I came across a message regarding a place called There that I would like to share with you. These are some excerpts from Pastor Kenneth Hagan. And uh, he he, uh, was a founder of Rhema College. A place called There. Whether you like it or not, God has a plan, and wherever there is for you, it is the place of God's purpose and plan for your life. There is a brook for all of us, just as there was for Elijah. If you'll find that place where God wants you to go, and if you'll go to that place, you'll find out everything will start happening just right. In 1 Kings 17, 3 and 4, the Lord instructs Elijah to go to the brook of Cherith, leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the raven east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. Notice that he's being very specific in his instructions. This is what God is saying to Elijah. Notice the word there. There there was a place of God's will for Elijah. There by the brook of Cherith was where God said he would provide for Elijah. God didn't tell him to go anywhere else but there. And he said, there is where the ravens are going to feed you. When God tells you to go somewhere, he's telling you to go there because he has purpose in it. Whether you like it or not, God has a plan. And wherever there is for you, it is a place of God's purpose and plan for your life. There is a brook for all of us, just as there was for Elijah. If you'll find that place where God wants you to go, and if you'll go to that place, you'll find out everything will start, once again, happening just right. There are several things you need to do to reach that divine place in your life known as there. One, be assured that God does have a place where he wants you to be. Many people are rambling around, hollering for the Lord to take care of them, but the Lord is not duty-bound to take care of them as long as they are not dwelling where the Lord told them to dwell. If Elijah had gone to some other brook, the ravens wouldn't have been there. A lot of people would say, a brook is a brook. This brook is just as good as the next one. The Lord will provide for us here. A lot of people wander around compromising with God and doing their own thing when God says specifically, go there. They wonder why things are not going right for them. The main reason that nothing's working is that they are not in God's perfect place for their lives. You see, the place called there is the place of God's blessing. As long as Elijah stayed by the brook of Cherith, he was fine. When you are where God told you to be, 
you can quit being so concerned about what's going to happen next and just take life one day at a time. Two, be willing to go there when God tells you to go there. Wherever God has told you to go, that place is the there for your life. It's a place of God's divine purpose for you. In Acts chapter 8, we see that Philip was in a citywide revival when God told him to leave the city and head into the desert. God had purpose in sending Philip there. He needed to reach the Ethiopian there. Philip went and was successful. You see, when you get there in God's purpose and place for you, you can become a success. A lot of people are not willing to do what it takes to get into the place that God told them to go. You may have to leave some things behind to be in God's divine will. We cheat ourselves when we choose to miss the theirs in our life. God has a purpose in everything he does. God does not measure success the way the world does. The world measures success by numbers and by the things you have. God measures success by how much you do of what he has asked you to do. He measures success by faithfulness. I'll repeat that. He measures success by faithfulness. Number three, forget about the mistakes of the past. Have you ever heard someone say, I could do it all over, if I could do it all over again, I'd do such and such? You can't do anything about yesterday. What has What was done yesterday will forever stand on the pages of history for time and eternity. But we have a chance today to write a new page in history, to be there in God's will, where God told us to go. You can't do anything about mistakes of yesteryear. If you ask for forgiveness, the blood of the Lord Jesus has already taken care of them, forgets about them. Trust God, even if you don't understand why he's calling you to a place. Our biggest problem is that because we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, we have a hard time following God to there. We want to see God's plan from the beginning to the end, but God doesn't operate that way. With God, you have to take one step at a time by faith. Many times he's only going to show you one step. But if you take that step, he will show you the next step. If God says to go there, you go there, whether you feel like it or not. The natural man is not too excited about going to God's theirs because he's got his own ideas, plans, and purposes. So listen to the spirit man on the inside. He is ready, willing, and able to go there. You need, number four, you need to dwell where God tells you to go. In Genesis 35.1, God said to Jacob, arise, go to Bethel and dwell there. He didn't say go by there. He said go and dwell there. We sing the song, I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord, but are we willing to dwell or stay where he wants us to stay? Colossians 4.12 says, we see the e- Ephrates, Etheris, prayed that the saints might stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. In other words, he prayed that they might be where God told them to be and that they might stay where God wanted them to be. In John 17, 4, Jesus said to the Father, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Jesus was always there wherever God told him to go. 
whatever God told him to do, Jesus was there. He stayed there until God's plan was completed in his life. Number five, expect the provisions of God. When you are in the place where God wants you to be, you will you will see miraculous things happen. When you're there, you're in tune with God, and he'll take care of you. Look at Elijah. He had all the pure, clean water he wanted to drink, and he didn't have to go to the grocery store to get food because the ravens brought it to him morning and night. God has a place for you, and if you'll find it and get there, you'll find that blessings will be poured out on you. You don't have to have to worry because there is the place of God's provision. When God sends us to a place, he doesn't expect us to take care of ourselves. He expects to take care of us. You don't know what you have until you give what you have to God and get to where he wants you. Did the little boy with the fishes and the loaves know what he had when he gave them to Jesus? To him, they were just a lunch. But when he willingly gave them to Jesus, it fed 5,000. Number six, don't quit in the face of hard circumstances. God's place for you is a place of divine appointment. For those of you whom God is calling to reinvest in themselves through further, to further your education, get training, etc., your divine appointment is in hearing where he wants you to go and to be not somewhere else, but you'll find that it will be very easy to leave if you're not careful. There are many people who find it hard to stay where God puts them. Anywhere but there is where most people want to be because there is a place to, there is a hard place to be sometimes. There is a place where we have to face our insecurities, our inabilities, and our difficult circumstances. But when we're working with God, we're working with the greater one. Most of the time, when we're facing a problem, we see only our own inabilities. But God says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That can be found First 1 John 4, 4. Number seven, you must make a decision. You will have to make a decision in your own life about whether you're going to go where God tells you to go and do what God tells you to do, or whether you're going to continue to do what you want to do. God will lay out the groundwork. He'll give you the summation, but you're the jury. You will have to bring in the verdict and then must live your life with it. Respond to God today. Amen. You as a true believer in Christ Jesus must be willing to go this journey of obedience. You must be willing to go there when God tells you to go there. Forget about the mistakes of the past. You need to dwell where God tells you to go. Expect the provision of God. Don't quit in the face of hard circumstances. You must make the decision concerning you. It's time for you to show up in your life and time and all of your and in all of the amazing glory that God has placed in you under the power of God that is within you. Listen to know when he is calling you. Listen to respond. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in Christ. 
what you possess in him and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. Remember the scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 through 20. It says, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, the need and desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Remember, his word says in Ecclesiastes 3.1, there is a season a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. Now is time to pursue the face of God concerning your life like never before. It may require that you choose to make some changes, especially the ones that the Holy Spirit is directing and guiding you to make. Are you, are you willing to be obedient? He will give you his plan, but you must first choose him. You must choose to pursue his face. I promise that through your heart of sincerity, he will up. <clears throat> I promise that through your heart of sincerity, he will rise up in and for you. Understand that it takes courage to be who God called you to be. He didn't call you to be it alone. He called for you to be different, to act different, and above all, to make a difference by choosing Christ and committing to walk talk, and live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. Without God's power working in us and through us, we cannot accomplish all that God wants us to do. We should increasingly feel and express our dependence on the Lord, ask him to empower us and to accomplish his purpose in and through us in all that we do and in all that we face, and believe him to do it. We will find ourselves living with the supernatural courage that only God can give. As a believer, do you have the courage to create the life that you deserve? As a reminder, you must follow your heart. Stand up for what is right. Expand your horizon, letting go of the familiar or of the stranger within. Pursue your face in the mirror in the face of God. And when he tells you to go there, to be obedient and go. In previous messages, we spoke about the need for change. There is the need to get ourselves back to the place where God can cause us to move forward again. Change is not 360 degrees because that is a circle. Change goes from 90 degrees to 180 degrees. This allows your back to see the past and your face to see the future and its possibilities. Godly and positive pursuit for change is imperative as a believer. If it doesn't happen in us, you won't see it outside of us. We spoke about something new, of asking God to re-reveal to us the dreams, the visions, 
and plans for our lives? Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? If so, then you must reimagine your possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Now today, it is your time to decide who you will serve, God, man, or yourself. It's up to you to choose, to decide what to do with the challenges and opportunities of God. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, grow, and to flow. In other words, to keep it moving. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision, and you are accountable for your choice. You must choose to change. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you for joining us today here at Naomi's Word. Have a happy thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know for yourself that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless always, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are awesome. Jesus loves you and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dr. Arrington, will you pray this morning? Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Father God, thanking you for your divine direction and guidance in our lives. You try every second of the day, every moment of the time that you have given your child to keep us focused on you and keep us focused on the things that you have already 
plan for us before the foundations of the world. You make yourself available to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week through the power of the Holy Spirit, through prayer and by our faith and ask that we just have the faith to believe that you are who you are. Thank you for not leaving us short. Thank you for giving us the abundance of you that whatever it is that we may need, Father God, you said all we need to do is ask in your son Jesus' name and it shall be done. Let us understand, Father God, you talk about relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, if we don't have any other relationships, let our relationship be with you in the name of Jesus. For you are our provider. You are our comforter. You are all that we will need. So, Father God, as we go forward, even with this word today, as you're you're, you're, you're angling us, you're, you're orchestrating us, you're directing us, Father God. You have us on the potter's wheel. Whatever it takes, you are willing to do to help bring us forward to where you are in the name of Jesus. You said forgetting the things of the past, Father God. The past can do nothing for you, but your present and your future can do everything for you. The past is the past. It is done. It is over with. And all it should be is a remember, remembrance and reminder of how far God has brought us. So let us go forward in your word. Let us go forward in the things that you have for us, Father God. People are depending on us to be at the place called there when you need for us to be so that we can fulfill the call on our lives, Father God. Let us not take for granted the fact that even if we're listening to this word today, There is a place called there that is being directed to us for us to go, and we must go there so you can continue to give us our instructions. Father God, I ask that you bless each and every one on this line, Father God. Let them understand that the spirit of God that is within them is all power and all might. Let them understand that you called them for a reason to help not only make a difference in the lives of their family, children, and loved ones, but in the lives of the others that you placed us before Let them understand that they don't walk out the door empty-handed unless they forget about whom they serve. Let them understand, Father God, when they go out, they're not just going to jobs, going to places. They're going to serve you in the capacity that you call them, in the place where you place them. They're always supposed to be about your business, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let them understand, Father God, that if we just stay focused on you, we will understand, as the old people say, better by and by. But, Father God, let us understand for today that we are your children. You desire to direct lead and guide us this day. You desire us to be in relationship with you this day. So I pray relationship for your children, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Deeper relationship, Father God. As they're driving down the highways and byways, as they're sitting at their time, let them meditate and focus on you, Father God. It's all right to have a song in your heart, but the song is praising you, Father God, to carry you through your day. It's amazing how time flies when we have our focus on you. But, Father God, next above all, as you bless them, give them the spirit of a desire to pray more often, to walk and step out on the faith that you place in them more often, the willingness to trust you and believe in you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Give them the heart to want to have a teachable spirit, that they may want to learn of your word, Father God. The Bible is not there to look pretty on a table or look pretty sitting in a car seat. 
if you haven't picked it up and read it in the name of Jesus. Father God, let us be students of your word so that as you explain to us your word, you will explain to us our life process in and through your word. It's amazing that that one book, Father God, the same book with the same word, because your word never changes and the mission of your word never changes, Father God, that we can read it day after day, week after week, year after year, Father God, and all we do is grow more like you as we learn to trust in you. Give them the spirit of wanting to learn. As they learn, it is said that as you learn, you teach. So, Father God, we're all about your business. We need you today like we've never needed you before. Give them the spirit, Father God, to want and need you each and every day of their lives. Father God, as we grow in you, Father God, we are learning to trust you. Your word says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Obey your commandments. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Let them understand that that love is not just to give to others, but it's also to be received by you because you love us like no one else, Father God. And because of your overflowing love, we are able to love our neighbors. Let us not forget it's not our choice. It's our assignment in the name of Jesus. So as we go forward, bless them this day and every day. Give them what they need. Give them a merry heart. Allow the joy of the Lord to to be their expression of their faith today, Father God. And we'll just always, always, always continue to learn to trust in you and to rely on you and adhere to your precious promises. Give them the blessing of your presence this day, Father God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. The word of God according to Hebrews 11 and 6 says, he rewards those who seek him. And so we we do have to get up in the morning time uh, looking to seek God. And so that's what we are doing this morning. We are seeking God early, early in the morning. Sometimes the devotional says, sometimes God, you are not very easy to see. Maybe that's because I'm being half-hearted about my workload. Help me to seek you with my whole heart. Remind me to seek you in everything I do, wherever I am. And then it says amen, and that's from light for my path. Oh, if we could not, I'm sorry, oh, if we could but lie closer to his breast and listen more softly to his whispering, he would often speak to us of things to come, and we would dwell with him, and in the soft, sweet light of the land of Bella, Beulah, living under the power of the world to come and see. Hallelujah. The king in his beauty. I'm going to read that again. Oh, if I, if we could but lie closer to his breast 
and listen more softly to his whispering. He would often speak he would often speak to us of things to come, and we would dwell with him in the soft, sweet light of the land of Beulah, living under the power of the world to come and seeing the king in his beauty. And that was an excerpt from The Highest Christian Life by A.B. Simpson. And so that's just a little extra something uh, to encourage. But the main focus is that Hebrews 11, 6, that we get up, that we wake up, and that we make the effort to seek him. And that's seeking God, seeking his face. And, 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 and if we seek his face, he'll give us his hand. I believe that we just spend so much time seeking his hand that we miss his face. And in his face is where we find the spirit. In his face is where we find that love that we're seeking, the kind of love that penetrates to the core of us. And in, 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 in seeking him is where. We just find that sweet place of rest that cannot be replaced by anything else in life. There's nothing like being in the presence of God, whether it's just you and God or if it's a corporate thing and, and, and together you manage to get beyond that place, that outer court place, and into the place with God. Amen, amen. And Father God, Lord God, we bless your name. We thank you for allowing us to be together this morning. And we touch and we agree, oh God, that it is best in your presence, oh God. There's nothing like having your presence here, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you right now for dwelling among us, oh God. Hallelujah. We don't want to just talk about it. We don't want to even just sing about it, God, but we really want you to dwell among us. God, dwell among us, oh God, in our homes, even in our cars and on our jobs, oh God, dwell, dwell among us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, when we reach the household of faith, oh God, dwell among us, oh God, because we need a move of you, God, hallelujah, we need a newness, God, we need a freshness, hallelujah, and I thank you, oh God, that you would dwell among your people in the kingdom, hallelujah, in the household of faith. Spread far and wide, hallelujah, nationwide and worldwide. God, we thank you that you would dwell among us because in your presence, God, is how we get changed. God, you change our mindsets. Oh, God, you bring change. God, you change our hearts. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, this is how we go from glory to glory. We don't have the power to take ourselves, but, oh, God, we need you and we need your power to take us from glory to glory, oh God. Hallelujah, that we become more like you, that we think more like you, that we talk more like you, that we walk more like you, we act more like you, God. Help us in the name of Jesus, but we can't do it, God, if you don't dwell among us. And so we thank you, hallelujah, that you would move every hindrance and distraction, God.
God, in the name of Jesus, that you would move every spirit out of the way, oh God, that is contrary to the spirit of you, that you be able, hallelujah, your spirit be able to come in, oh God, and stay there. Hallelujah, Jesus, that it be able to come within us, oh God, and stay there because you swept us clean. Oh God, hallelujah, because you swept the house whole of faith clean, oh God, and you're able in the name of Jesus to come in and stay there. Hallelujah, Jesus. Stay right here in us, oh God. Don't move, don't go nowhere, oh God. Fill us. Hallelujah, so that there's no room for anything that's not you, God. Fill us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this that you're doing, oh God. We thank you for this that you're doing because we know, oh God, that in this, hallelujah, Jesus, we'll be able, hallelujah, God, to be fortified, hallelujah, that we be able to fortify the kingdom, oh God, that we be able, oh God, to expand it in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, that it impact the lives of people. Those who know you and those who don't know you, God, we thank you that you're sending them in, oh God. Multiplication, oh God. Multiplication, oh God. Multiplication, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God, for the multiplication of ministry. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, not ritualistically packing seats, but God, we thank you that you're sending people that need you, God, even those who've already been there, oh God, we thank you now in the name of Jesus, that you, oh God, hallelujah, are sending back those that you purposed to be in the house, those that you ordained, oh God, to be in the house, you sent them, oh God. We thank you now in the name of Jesus that you're bringing back, hallelujah, Jesus. You're turning around, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, hallelujah. And it is so. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things, oh God. Hallelujah. Let your spirit hover over, God. Let your spirit move and impact. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Those that are coming, oh God. Hallelujah. Are filled with the cares of this life. We thank you that when they enter into the house, oh God, that you're able to sweep them clean, oh God, and replace them with a spirit whereby we cry, Abba, Father, hallelujah, that you infiltrate, hallelujah, every bit of them, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, just go inside, oh God, and do everything physically that needs to be done, God, go inside, oh God, do everything mentally that needs to be done, oh God, and in doing so, Hallelujah, wherever the soles of their feet shall trot, the Spirit of God will be with them right there in that place, oh God. And you'll deliver them from whatever it is that they need to be delivered from, oh God. That you provide provision, oh God. Hallelujah, that people don't even know of, oh God. We thank you right now, oh Lord Jesus. And God, I even pray favor. 
We thank you for favor, O oh God. They sometimes say that favor is not fair. Oh, God, but if you have ordained it to be so, it is fair, it is right, it is your decision. God, you are sovereign Lord, and we thank you for that favor that you've placed wherever you've placed it, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Faith is worth way more. Hallelujah. Than anything that we can come up with, oh, God. Favor, hallelujah, is divine, oh, God. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus that it would go places, do what it is that we can't do on our own, oh, God, that the favor, oh, God, will bring to us what we need, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, what we cannot do on our own, oh, God, hallelujah, and all the glory goes to you, all the glory goes, goes, goes to you, all the glory, God, hallelujah, belongs. You, we thank you for it, God. Thank you for it, God. Hallelujah. This morning, oh God. This is a brand new day, not like any other, oh God. Not like any other day we've seen before, oh God. Hallelujah. So we give you glory now in your holy and righteous name, oh God, for this day that is a new day, oh God. Hallelujah, and favor shall be greater than ever before, oh God. Miracles, signs, and wonders, God, we thank you for them today, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. They shall multiply like never before. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Wherever there is a healing that is needed, we thank you now in the name of Jesus. Those taking test, God, expecting the worst, I thank you, God, that you would blow their mind, oh God, that you would give them a great reason to rejoice. God, because you are almighty. God, I thank you right now, hallelujah, for clean results. Oh, God, for a positive results. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ah, yeah, God. I thank you now for wherever they're looking for something to be positive that should not be. God, I thank you that that be negative. God, in the name of Jesus, that whatever they're looking for, oh, God, is not there, whatever they're looking for, is not there because the consuming fire of the true and living God has consumed it to the very root. Hallelujah. You've cleaned blood, oh God. Hallelujah. Yeah, you strengthened organs, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you remove disease, oh God. You remove tumors, oh God. You remove cancers, oh God. Burn out by the consuming fire of the true and the living God. God, I even pray right now for joints, oh God, and bones, oh God, muscles, oh God, hallelujah, every ache and pain right now. God, I thank you, hallelujah, the divine healer, that you're able to get in these bodies that we have, oh God. And you're able, oh God, to maneuver, hallelujah, and remove every bit of pain from our bodies. Hallelujah, you are the spiritual analgesic, God. We thank you now, hallelujah, for being the pain reliever. Yeah, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray for one and all, oh God. Oh, you know what's best for each. And I thank you, God, that you would go near far to all of your people. Hallelujah, Jesus. And do whatever needs to be done, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, that even if they're in a holding place, 
God, I thank you right now that you're able to sustain them in that place, oh God. Hallelujah. If it's a healing that they're seeking, God, if, it, if you're holding them in that place, oh God, in that holding pattern, I thank you that you're able to sustain them, oh God. Hallelujah. That they don't feel the effects of whatever it is that's going on in their body, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you are the sustainer. You are the sustainer, and you keep them, oh God. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to your name, oh God. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, oh God. Hallelujah. What an awesome wonder you are. God, hallelujah, Jesus. I pray right now. Hallelujah, I lift up Elder Hughes before you, our pastor, oh God. Hallelujah, I thank you now for him, oh God. Hallelujah, even the favor that you've already given him, God, I thank you that you would even multiply that favor, God. Oh yeah, God, that you would even grant, grant faith, oh hallelujah. I don't know why I got faith, but grant faith, oh God, inside the house. Of God, that we not be unbelievers, that God, that we'll be, we'll be able to believe you, oh God, for whatever it is that needs to be believed to happen, oh God, whatever it is that you're speaking to him, oh God, hallelujah, God, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, God, whatever it is that you're speaking to him, oh God, that he has to deliver to your people, and he has, hallelujah, need for them to have faith, to believe it to be so, to believe it to happen. I thank you that it is so. I thank you that he's already got the faith for it, oh God. He's already got the faith to believe it. We have to just touch and agree. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that you've told him, hey, whatever it is that you've spoken to him, that he's got to deliver to your people, God, and believe in them and have faith, we stand right now, even right now in the gap, God, and we touch and agree, oh God, that whatever it is, you're able to do that, oh God, and more. You're able, oh God, to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. So you're able to take whatever it is, oh God, and make it great, make it even greater, God, in the name of Jesus. We shall not falter because of faithlessness, but we stand in agreement with the man of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And we thank you now that he is not surrounded by doubting Thomas' spiritual God, that he is not surrounded by doubting Thomas' spiritual God, but we are those who trust and believe in the true and living God, the powerful God, that we, oh God, surround him, God, in the name of Jesus, and we stand firm in our place, oh God. Hallelujah. We stand firm in our mindset, God. We stand firm even in our hearts, and we have faith with him to believe that you can do it, oh God, that you will do what you said. Hallelujah, Jesus. Faith can move mountains. Cast them on the sea. If we don't have doubts to just stand and believe, oh God, we do. Glory to your name. Faith can move mountains. 
casting in the sea. You know, we don't have doubts, God. And we just stand and believe. Yeah, 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 God. We just got to believe you, oh God. Hallelujah. Even showing up in life, which means to get up. Hallelujah. Before you get up, you had to got to wake up, oh God. So we, oh God, hallelujah, show up. And not only do we show up, but God, we've got the faith that's needed. God, I thank you that you would touch his body, touch him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, oh God. Hey, let him feel your spirit, oh God, consistently. Let him feel your spirit, oh God, like never before. Hallelujah. Feel him, God. Feel him, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Feel his mind. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, 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 God. Hallelujah. Feel his heart and his spirit, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Breathe on him. Breathe on him, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you now for Hallelujah, God. Let me back up a little bit, God. I thank you that you keep all of our children, God. His children and our children, all of our grandchildren, God. I thank you that you would keep them, God. Hallelujah, that you would cover and you would protect them, God. In the name of Jesus, protect them in the home, oh God. Protect them when they're outside, oh God. Protect them in the schools, oh God, in the name of Jesus and wherever else it is that they go. I thank you that, oh God, you've got them surrounded. Hallelujah. And the angels of the true and living God. Hallelujah. Have them surrounded, oh God. Hallelujah. And nothing can touch them, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We just have to take a stand and not be moved. And not moved by any scheme or attack. Hallelujah. We're not moved by what we see. Not moved by what we hear, but we stand. Hallelujah, Jesus. We even take that military stand. Oh, God, even marching, oh, God. We march, oh, God, hallelujah, firmly. Hallelujah, even, oh, God, if you have us marching in time, standing still, oh, God. We don't miss a step, God. I thank you that we don't miss a beat. Let these children be covered, oh, God. Don't let them miss a step. God, don't let them miss a beat, oh, God. Hallelujah. But hold back the hand of the enemy, God, even in their mind, oh, God. Hallelujah. The thought life that they have, hallelujah, a lack of understanding. Hallelujah. Minimalized reasoning, God. I thank you, oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That you're there, right, God. Hallelujah. In every moment. You're right there, God. Hallelujah. In every second. You're right there in time with them, God, even when we are not. You, oh God, are right there. And you breathe on. Cover true life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Hallelujah. So we thank you for being God, the God of our salvation, the God of our lives, 
You are love, oh God. Hallelujah, you are. And this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I encourage you to go forth and dominate your day, but never forget to encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.